The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the two-man power trip. Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Okay. Welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I am your host, JP at John Paws, and joining me today is a very a special guest. He is a former three-time WXW world champion, a former IPW UK world champion, and an NWA European world champion, amongst many other championships. He is Mr. John Klinger, a.k.a. Bad Bones. Welcome to the two-man power trip. Hey, thank you for having me. It's a... Uh... Total pleasure to be on the show, and uh, yeah, let's let's go for it. Yes, I love getting some international flavor on the show. Nice one. You're all the way over in Germany, right? How's the, the like the world over there? How's everything treating you? How's COVID going? Well, uh, yeah, I am in Germany, and uh, we are in a lockdown at the moment, so there's not much going on, and uh, the weather is nice. Um, I, I hope the, the, I, I get vaccinated, uh, pretty soon so I can travel again. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're in the lockdown, which is, it, it's a, it's a trying situation, but you have always, you know, be on the, on the positive side of, of life and always look forward. Uh, cause like all the negativity in life, it brings you down. So always look forward because there will be a, a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, definitely. Has it been crazy over there? I mean, over here for a while, it was pretty bad. It seems to be getting a bit better. How was it over there? Uh, it's kind of weird. I think, I think Germany is, well, they, they don't know really what they do. Hmm. <laughs> because over in America, they, they can have like, like shows again and have like a normal life. But like here, everything is restricted, and uh, yeah, I, th- I think they they actually don't know what they're doing at the moment. Hmm, crazy. So no yeah. wrestling for you. When was the last time you wrestled? Uh, the last time I wrestled was last year in October. Wow, damn. Yeah, so it's been yeah. quite a while. It's been quite a while. It's it's really challenging because I'm 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 really ready to go back in the ring. Um. The thing is, they, they 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 shut down everything here, like like uh, um, like uh, gyms and, and stuff like that. So I had to like build my own gym in the garage, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm working out there. So um, I'm I'm keeping myself like ready, so I, I don't have to get ready again. Um, yeah, but like 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 I said, it's it pretty pretty uh, challenging at the moment because. Sometimes you you want to do something and it kind of depresses you, but well, like I said, always look forward. So that's crazy. You basically said, "Damn, I need to start figuring out how to stay in shape." I'm just going to create my own gym in my garage. Absolutely, pretty smart, pretty good. Sounds like Stevie Richard, something he would do. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I saw a couple of of guys having like gyms at home and 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 working out and everything. So I was like, I need to do something. Like we had the first lockdown. It was like, ah, maybe I can like, you know, keep it a bit away. So I, I got focused again. Then we had a second lockdown and like gyms were like closed fully at that time. 
and I had to figure out to do something there. And um, yeah, but I'm I'm pretty happy with, with the stuff I'm doing right now. Also, I'm doing some DDP yoga. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm keeping myself fit. One of those things where it's like you don't realize that people miss those gyms and staying in shape and stuff. Once you close them up, I mean, a lot of people are screwed. Not only staying in shape, but the gym owners are screwed and. That the Absolutely. people that own the buildings are screwed. I mean, there's a whole cycle of many people get screwed over. Absolutely. But the thing is your muscle don't doesn't know where you train. So wherever you train, you actually like, you know, you, you can you can stay fit. You don't have to be in the gym to stay in shape. That's only the mindset you have to have. What about bumping and stuff? Have you been able to get in a <laughs> ring at all and do any of that kind of stuff? Not at all. Hmm. Actually, actually, I'm, I'm he- I was healing up since like I, I always had something going on, little injuries, little bruises, and everything. So from last October till now, I'm actually like pretty much healed up now. So um, I'm wondering how it is to get back in the ring because I know when when you run the ropes the first times, you will have like the stripes everywhere, so it looks like somebody whipped you. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm totally looking forward to go back in the ring. Man, just crazy to think like, you know, you've been wrestling forever, basically, what, 16, 17 years now? And it's like, oh, well, for a year, I, I didn't sit out, but I'm in the prime of my life and I can still wrestle. I just haven't been in a ring. It's weird, like, to think about it, stuff like that. That's that's true. That's true. Um, I was I was thinking that I will never, ever able to be get, to, to go back in the ring. So I had to figure out to do something else. And in the meantime, I did some, um, it's called Hörspiel in German. I don't know how it, how it is, like like, um, uh, like like stories, which you don't see in the television. It's like on the on podcasts and stuff like that. Okay. So I, I did a voiceover for, for like a bad guy there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I started with that, and they, they bring a second season out in the summer. Um, yeah, it's, it's pr- pretty nice doing something like that as well in the meantime. Yeah. You know what's interesting? You are looking more and more like the Macho Man right now. Is that, <laughs> is that on purpose? Well, um, kind of like, because like the Macho Man is, a, is, is my idol. The thing is, when I saw wrestling the first time, I was four years old, uh, my parents were skipping through the channels, and the first one I saw was Macho Man Randy Savage, and I was totally fascinated by that time. I mean, I was four years old, and I told my parents, "That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do." And the next next one was Hulk Hogan, and I tried to rip my shirt, which didn't really work. So my mom cut like <laughs> cut it down with yeah, scissors, yeah. and I, yeah. I ripped it off. But yeah, um, the Macho Man always was in my life somehow and i always like like being inspired and fascinated by everything he did and um i kind of worked it in into my persona um so that that the the legacy and the legend of the macho man will always go on and somehow i can present it to the people because like like when you see younger people and they 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 notice what I do, and I always always say I I I, I borrowed something or I did, adopted something from the Macho Man, so I can like live it out for the fans. They can see what 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 actually inspired me when I when I was a kid. Were you using Macho Man in your head when you're doing those voiceovers? Were you getting that voice going? Um, well, <laughs> I tr- I tried a little. So <laughs> it, it was pretty nice though, but um, I think I I kind of used my own voice and my, my, my own style in that because I I don't want to I don't want to copy anything. I I just want to like work it in and make it like my own style, but still representing what I what I love and still like honoring the legend. When you started watching, you first started watching. Did you grow up in Germany and it was on TV there, or how did you kind of see it? Um, I grew up in Germany, yes, but we had American neighbors, so they had American television on there, and uh, I was playing with the kids. I did not understand the word at that time, but like kids are playing, and they were like, like also watching wrestling, and and like, I kind of, I kind of like got into that 
And then like my parents like switching through channels, being like having the wrestling on like on German television with German uh, voiceovers, like commentary. And yeah, I was like, oh my God, that's that's something I I, I, I really like. And it, it, you know, it never went away. And uh, I always had a dream, like to go in the ring, to be like that, to, to, to wrestle in front of a big crowd. So I set myself a goal and well, yeah, my parents always uh, supported me. Uh, without them, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of special to me. Yeah, and Savage is your guy. You know, he's the absolutely. guy you fell in love with. Yeah, absolutely. More so than the Hulkster, huh? What what kind of drew you to Savage even more so than the Hulkster? What what's that again, Sayer? What drew you to Macho Man more than anybody else, and maybe even more than Hogan? Um, he he. He kind of was like like larger than life, and and when when he when he went out there, he wasn't that big and that tall, but he, for me, he standed out the whole time. I mean, Hogan was cool, but like like when when Savage came out, he was he was he was a savage, and I was like, oh my god! For some reason, I am like totally get that uh, get it, and also when he when he was the the Macho King, that was. I, I don't know. It, it, it was just something, something different. And uh, for for me, it, it looked like, well, he's he's able to to do whatever he get it, whatever he, somebody throws at him, he's able to to work work it out to make it even better for the people. Easily one of the all time best. So, Absolutely. So marketable, so athletic, so memorable, so larger than life. Everything about him was like the prototypical, almost perfect professional wrestler. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, I have to, to, sh- uh, to give a shout out to my good friend, uh, Chris, because he made those those amazing shades for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are those awesome. Amazing shades. Yeah. You can find him on, on Instagram at Creation by Designs. Um, yeah, he, he made a couple of them for me with, with my design on. And uh, yeah, really love that guy. Also, a uh, shout out to my friend MM Brandon Savage, also on Instagram. He's like the guy who uh, was the Macho Man at the Dark Side of the Ring um, oh, documentary. Okay. Yes, yes. Nice, love that. And it's interesting that he makes those awesome glasses that look exactly like the Macho Man's glasses. Ab- absolutely. Well, he got he got in contact with the with the designer of uh, Macho Man stuff, Michael Braun, and like. He got like many tips of him and how he has to do it. And uh, one day we got in contact because I I saw his work. He also did some for Jay Lethal, and um, yeah, he sent me some over, and I was I was I was thrilled. So um, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely grateful for that. And you kind of look like him too, especially when he yeah. had that big beard going. Absolutely, thank you, sir. So you said your parents were fully behind you getting into the business. How do you break in? How do you even get into the business? Um, I was 19 years old, and I was like reading. Like before, I was reading the the like the German magazine, the German wrestling magazine. It's called Power Wrestling, and they had some uh, schools in there. Like like we only had a few schools in Germany, so I found one. And when I was 19, I drove uh, about four hours to get to training and it was, it wasn't the best school because like they like, like tried out some old stuff and, 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 you know, had had just like some crash mats and, and those, those, those uh, dojo mats. And they, they told me like, if you can bump on those dojo mats, you're able to bump everywhere. So um, that's what I, what I did. I, um, yeah, it hurt like hell, but um, I was I was like I was thrilled. I was still thrilled, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's I, I want to keep on going." And then they had their first show where I was on, and uh, Hetrinka Lofa, uh, Lloyd Anoy, um, was there, and I got to talk to him, and we got we became friends. So he was over in Germany for like a few weeks. Then I trained with him there, 
when he flew over, I went to the went to the states, trained with him there. So I was about like five to six months over in the states just to train, and then uh, when I came back, um, I started to wrestle for All Star Wrestling in England. And they had shows going on every day, like almost every day. So they had town shows and camp shows. So you are you are able to work with the crowd. You learn how to work with a crowd. Robbie Brooks side taught me like so many stuff at the at, at that time. And uh, yeah, I was I was just like thrown into the water because you know if you if you if you can't work in front of that crowd, you will never make it. But like. You learn, learning by doing. Yeah, let's say learning by doing. Just for one second, when Alofa Lloyd Anawai is training here, is it in California? Is it in uh, Pennsylvania? Where, like, where does he actually do the training? Uh, it was in California. So, is it like a part of? Um, is it uh, not? I'm trying to think, is it like was it like Tonga Kid or who was like running or who was in charge of the actual gym, or oh, maybe was that- it? Oh, back then it was uh, uh, it was Afa, yeah. And okay. then, uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, uh, Lloyd took his time to just like train me as much as he can, and I was, I was always uh, also training with uh, Tommy Swate, who's not okay. in the business anymore. Yeah, um, yeah, that that was that was fun. I, I mean, I was a young kid; I was totally green, but uh, they. Uh, uh, Make me learn, and uh, yeah, pay, <laughs> I paid my dues. Um, it, it was good. It was really, really awesome. I mean, I if I could do that again all over, I would do the exact same thing because I love every single second of it. The story, also the stories they told and everything. Um, when when I started out wrestling, or when when I started the first training, I I just thought, oh, I'm gonna have like a show every two or three months or something like that. And then it turned out to be like, like, like I said in England, like almost every day. And uh, I did like England for nearly two and a half years. So I nearly been on the road, like all the time, which was awesome. Does that like advance you like quicker, like working every day? Does that make it like easier for you to get a hang of it and get good? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's learning by doing. Yeah, you have to go in there, and if you have an experienced wrestler uh, or an experienced worker, he will show you. And uh, even if you if you're not, you know, that good at the moment, they will make you that good because they know how to react with the people, how to react in the ring, how to react like to everything else. They make you they they make you that guy who can work with the crowd. Now, Robbie Brookside training with him he's still doing training for triple h down at nxt right now and doing supposedly a very good job not that absolutely you know, we have access to behind the scenes as much as, as we wish we would but everyone always praises him he is amazing he knows everything he has like such an amazing mind for the business um yeah and it, it was an honor to step in the ring with him i feel like he's one of those guys that's almost like forgotten you know what i mean like he's he was only in like WCW for a little bit or on the mainstream yeah. USA a little bit. So he's kind of forgotten, but obviously triple H and Regal and those guys aren't going to forget him. Absolutely not. Because like, he is one of the best in what he's doing. And like when he, when he's training the guys, like he always says, um, uh, uh, open your ears, open your eyes and shut your mouth. I like that. When you're in ASW over there, is that when you first meet Drew McIntyre or AKA yeah. Drew Galloway? He was over there yes. at that point. Yes, yes, yes. What was he yes. like at that point? Um, he was really good. I mean, he, he was pretty young at that point, but uh, he was amazing. We actually got like friends pretty quick, and we're still friends today, which is awesome. Um, yeah, but like they had the 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 the, the van where we were like driving from, from uh, uh, town to town. Uh, it was called the beast. Right. And he's, he's pretty tall. Right. And uh, we were sitting on the back seat and he was like cramped up every, like, like 
crammed up in the in the back seat, and, and he was like, "Oh, I can't feel my legs anymore." And then the guy, <laughs> the guys like like the the old school guy, old school guys. Oh, I'm sorry, the old school guys. They always want to rip somebody, so they were like, "Oh, you have to run a mile because, like, you know, it, you can't sit anymore, or, or something happened. You have to run a mile, right?" So, so we have that thing going on, and we were running the mile, and uh, Drew was very quick. He was one of the first there, and like the end of it, it was like, "Give a tap on the beast." So he runs and runs and runs and gives a tap on the back like uh, back window and of course <laughs> the back window shattered that was so amazing i mean like everyone everyone was laughing he was he was just like totally shocked he thought like everyone would like almost kill him mm-hmm. but uh, it was such a fun moment because like i mean he made it <laughs> but he actually broke the window but that was, yeah, one one of the memories I will always keep in my head. What kind of a guy was he? Because you always hear he might be a little bit too nice. Well, he is he is a nice guy, and he has the 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 heart on the right place, as you say. Yep. Yeah, and he, and, those, and and he still has one of those things. Sometimes in wrestling, got to be a little cutthroat. Maybe he's too nice. Absolutely. But he made it like like you have seen it. I mean, he was in WWE and he like after he got released, he worked his way back up. And I think he is in the right position right now. And he has aged or he has matured more than before. So um, let, let's say like he is. Um, yeah. How, how would you how would you say that in English? He's um, matured or he's ripened, I guess, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. With him, were you surprised to see he get signed and then get released and then get re-signed? That sounds like surprise. Like, why the hell would you release him? You know what I mean? Um, well, maybe maybe at, at the time where he was released, uh, he didn't have the, the hat for the wrestling at that, that moment. But then he realized how much he really loves it. And uh, wrestling is his first love. So he worked his way back up from, from back in the Indies, going over Impact Wrestling, going back to WWE, uh, into NXT. Now, like, he was the champion. And, uh, yeah, I'm really proud of him for everything he did. It's amazing to see him, one of the top guys. Did that surprise you at all? He's one of the legit top guys. Him and probably Roman Reigns and Lashley are probably the three big guys there. Absolutely. Uh, well, there, there, there's no doubt about that he is the guy because, like, back in the day, he was the chosen one. And uh, I think he realized now or now actually is the time for him to be the chosen one. Um those many years later. So, uh, yeah, he's the man. There's another guy from around that era that you probably uh, saw all the time. Was that Nick Aldis, maybe? Was he kind of uh, working his way up around that time? Uh, yes, yes. He was in All-Star Wrestling as well. Yeah. What do you think about him? Because another guy that's kind of matured a lot, now he's NWA Absolutely. World Champion and stuff. So what do you think about his, you know, basically his growth? Amazing, amazing. I mean, uh, he was always a top top guy, and uh, he had the, the the heart for the for the for the business. And uh, now he has the ten pounds of gold, and Mickey James as his wife. There you go. <laughs> what else yeah. do you want? I mean, I mean, he is a top star, and uh, um, I, I I would say like if he would get a run in one of the big promotions other than NWA. I mean, he could be a top guy there as well. I, I agree. He's got the look, he's Absolutely. got the ability, he's got the promos. He could definitely, uh, definitely move on to some bigger and greener pastures, I think. Absolutely. So there's another guy there, James Mason. I feel like never gets talked about 
Um, everyone kind of forgot about him, but he was a, wasn't he there around that time too, and maybe even earlier. He was always a great hand. Absolutely, uh, James is like one of the best. I mean, that he wasn't like signed to one of the bigger promotions. Uh, I don't know why, because like he knows what to do in the ring. He's so agile, and uh, yeah, he he. he Eats, sleeps, and breathes wrestling. It's weird. It's almost like he didn't come around at the right point. Like if he was coming up now, he'd be in NXT UK or where. I mean, he'd Absolutely. be all over the place. Yes. As far as you and, and as you're coming along, how would you describe, let's say, to somebody who didn't know Bad Bones, like how would you describe the character and the style of, of wrestler that you are? Well, I let, let's let's say. Um, I'm 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 not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm I'm such an in between guy. Like there's there's no no in between. Actually, like you either either hate me or 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 or, or love me, right? Um, yeah, I can go any style you want me to go. Um, I I I don't care if if it's hardcore or if it's like just the 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 brawler style or uh, going to powerhouse style. I mean. Just, just going high fly. I, I, I don't care. I mean, um, I can let us say an all rounder, right? Um, yeah, there's, there's not anything I can't do. Like, if you wanna, wanna go like, like quick with me, I can go quick. Yeah, there, there's so many, so many matches I have done where, where I, I thought before I would never be able to like hold up with those guys. Um, but at the end, it was like, you know, uh, something I really, really like to do because like, I try to, to, to be ready for any style, like, uh, like the, the people want to, want to go. And, um, yeah, I mean, you, you never, you never stop learning and wrestling. So, um, maybe that's the thing. Maybe not. With you as you're going along is it a lot of you in the uk or are you going to germany to wrestle as well as you're like you know making your way through the 2000s um bit of both um i was i was going back and forth like when when i had my time in wxw they had like uh many shows going on and i wasn't able to go so much to the uk um like after my time at wxw i went like like to the UK, like almost every week again. Um, yeah, but like I'm also like in like in the other German uh, German company, uh, it's German Wrestling Federation GWF, and I'm today 716 days as their champion. I mean, thanks to COVID, I'm I'm not able to defend it. Crazy! Oh, that's got to be what over two years, right? As champion, yeah, almost, yes, yes. Oh, or almost, almost two years. It'd be almost, seven twenty. Yeah. Wow, damn, that's funny. Like, I wonder if you still would be champ. You know, if COVID was gone, you'd still be the champ for that long. It's it's a long title run. Absolutely, ten thousand years. <laughs> Feels like it, right? Absolutely. With a WXW, I feel like that is a promotion that a lot of people know about the 16 carat tournament and everything. I feel like they're on a lot of people's radar because of that tournament and that name. Yeah. They always have good guys coming in and out of there. Absolutely. Uh, like the 16 carat gold tournament is like the biggest uh, tournament in Europe. Um, 2008, I actually won 16 carat gold uh, in the main event against uh, Daniel Bryan. Which was oh, wow. amazing, yeah. Back back then, he was Brian Danielson, and uh, yeah, they, they they made the whole story that I was like the first German to beat uh, Brian Danielson in Germany. So that was uh, it was awesome because he was there like many times before, and then they they picked him up for the for the carrot uh, tournament, and uh, yeah, he worked his way through. And then, like, they pushed me through it. And, like, in the main event, we actually had, like, yeah, he, he was the, the main part. I learned so much in that, like, match than 
maybe in maybe others like in 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 six months training or something like that because he laid out the match he he told me like we do this and this and this at that particular time and like i said i was i was still pretty pretty quick i'm sorry pretty green um in 2008 but uh I, I didn't want to show, so I, I tried my best. And I like, he was like so calm, one of the nicest guys ever, and showed me like, like or he actually leaked me through the match and uh, made me look like a superstar, which I, uh, yeah, totally appreciated. That's great. I, I didn't realize you beat him in the finals. That's a, quite a win, especially he was like the king of the indie scene back in you know, yes. 08, yes. Even yes. a little bit before that, too, with Ring of Honor, just totally being the man. So what was it like getting to, to wrestle him? Were you? I know you said he can't, he was led to the match stuff, but did, was it a great learning experience? Did you take something out of there? Absolutely. I mean, I was totally nervous, and that's what I told him just before. And he was like, stay calm. We're going to do that. We're going to have fun. We're going to go in the ring. We're just going to have fun. And... Um, yeah, I was I was so nervous that I thought I'm gonna like like screw something up, but um, with him being that amazing talent, there there was no like reason to be nervous at all because like whatever he did, like he did it perfectly. So quite a win. Yeah, and absolutely. WXW, like I said, you won the 16 karat uh, tournament, 16 karat gold, three time champion. They yeah. bring in a lot of Americans, right? I mean, there's always been known as a lot of Americans besides American Dragon, but a lot of Americans <laughs> coming through there. Yeah, yeah, they well, they actually changed that quite up. Like in the the last couple of years, they just bring some people for the for the 16 karat. Before that, they brought like like through the whole year like more guys from America or from Japan. Um, yeah. Now they just like, like try to like in the last two or three years, they just try to bring it for the big tournaments. Is the ring smaller in Germany? It looks when you're watching, it looks a little smaller. It is smaller. Um, I think it's a 16 foot ring. Yeah. I guess here we're used to either 18 or 20, right? Usually yes. WB is probably yes. 20. Yeah. Like that, GWF, like GWF uh, in Berlin, they use a like twenty foot ring now. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, is there yeah. any adjustment? Like when you're traveling and you're going, is that weird? Go from ring to ring. Um, sometimes, like the first time I was in a bigger ring, it was like you have to take a step more. Um, it's quite challenging, but um, yeah, you get used to it. Pretty cool though, like to have those guys come in, like at American Dragon, and all through the years they bring in guys like Cody Rhodes. I remember Paul London, right? Who yes. you both wrestled. So pretty cool to get like big wins over these guys and really kind of establish yourself on an international level. Absolutely, but uh, it was an honor and a privilege to work with those guys. I mean, uh, working with Cody Rhodes it was amazing. I mean, one of my my favorite matches. Um, because like it, it went so smooth and uh, maybe you've seen it. Uh, do you, have you seen it? No, I just was. No. Uh, I was just reading about it. I was like, oh wow, shit! Be Cody, be this. Like you had so many big wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's not about the win. It's it's about the match and how the people react to it. Like it was like the the perfect match for me because like. Uh, like I admire those people, and, and it was like okay to step in the ring with, with those guys and have like a an awesome match to get the people what they want. That is actually the thing you actually want, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because he's a little bit of a different style than let's say American Dragon or something. He's much more, of, I would say, an American style rather than like a strong yes. style or or WWE style almost, right? He's, I mean, he's completely different than some of the other guys you've been in the ring with. Absolutely, absolutely. But he knows what he's doing. Yeah, and absolutely, uh, a guy from NXT UK, Ilya Dragunov, right? You've wrestled him before. Absolutely. What a tough guy he is. Love him to bits. Love him to bits. Yeah, we, we had a we had an amazing story going on where I um uh, where I took him out when I was uh, in WXW and he actually like 
like kind of hang up his boots and said he like he's done. Then he was gone for three months, and then at sixteen karat gold two thousand eighteen, I had a match against Walter, and then uh, he said like. He has something like special, like a uh, like like a surprise for me, and he made the match a three way. And Ilya came back, and there was like the biggest pop ever of the fans. Um, yeah, that was that was quite a moment. That's great. And what do you think about Walter? He's pretty much you know taking the, the U.S. a bit by storm. I've seen him wrestle you know a bunch of times. I was like, man, this guy is great. He's got some size to him. A lot of the American guys today are, are a little bit smaller, and a lot of the top guys in, in some of the companies are small. So you see a guy like him, like, wow, this is an impressive throwback heavyweight. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like, like you said, he's he's impressive. He's like like uh, a good heavyweight. He uh, uh, has those those chops you don't want to you don't want to get. <laughs> I re- I remember uh, one of the six and carrots where he uh, chopped uh, Ilya nearly to death. Like his 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 chest was like 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 bleeding and everything. Um, but yeah, he's he's a tremendous uh, heavyweight and like um, he's he's the NXT UK champion for a reason. It's two years now or something like that as well. Over yeah yep. yeah over two years yeah yeah. What and, about you? And he, what about me? <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. You can continue. But no, sorry, yeah, continue. I was going to say, what about you facing him in NXT UK for the title? Well, if they give me a chance, I will be there whenever, <laughs> whenever they want. Of course. I mean, I had, uh, I had a couple of uh, challenges with uh, Walter before, and it, I think we had some, some, some good stuff in the ring. We had some good chemistry, and. Uh, of course, I would. I would like to step in the ring with him again. Haven't seen him for for a while now, so yeah, maybe it was it would be a good matchup. Ilya and uh, Walter had a great match not not too long ago for NXT UK. Uh, yeah, everyone was praising it. I think even Jim Cornette was saying it was the best match he's seen in a while. I don't yeah. know if you got a chance to see that, but very very good match. Absolutely, like you have two of the best guys in there doing their stuff and. Uh, yeah, they they have the the heart for the wrestling, and uh, um, I I hope they 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 have like a long career and they can you know present though this stuff in front of of fans again, like not in front of the uh, like uh, the Thunderdome or or just like uh, with no crowd. I hope they're gonna have a big crowd to present that match again. With NXT UK, have you been asked to come in at all? Has there been any talks with NXT UK? Um, there have been talks, but like, you know, you never know. Any interest uh, on your part for going there? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I love wrestling. Wrestling is my first love. If they call me up, I'm I'm there. I mean, if somebody else calls me up, I'm there. Uh, I'm up for anything. You know, uh, like I, I eat, sleep, and breathe wrestling as well. So that's you know, it will always be my first love. Seems like that would be a perfect fit for you. I'm, I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. It just to me, seems like wow, NXT UK, Walter, uh, Ilya, you got all these other guys there. I just uh, Tyler Bate. I mean, it just seems like it would be a good fit for you there. Well, maybe one day. You know, maybe it, it hasn't been the right time, or it has been the right time, but the the wrong place or the right place and the wrong time you never know time will show i mean um i hope this this pandemic is over soon and we can like roll on some other things again yeah absolutely and speaking of maybe getting back to some places tna impact you've been there more than a few times and i think that's what a lot of fans recognize you or know you from probably tna right how'd you first get into tna Oh, that was, um, they had their first Impact Tour in 2009. And I was asked to um, have like the opening match, like the opening dark match uh, in Dortmund, Germany. Uh, So, yeah, I was called called for that one. And they were, uh, uh, they liked the match and everything. They said they would come back. Which they did two years later, um, and I went to 
like a, like a, um, like a seminar training seminar thing with uh, Dilo Brown just before the show. Uh, then almost two years later in 2013, they, they texted me and said, um, we're going to put you on the online gut check challenge. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And they were like, yeah, but you know what that is. And I was like, I have no clue. Right. <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so, so they were like, yeah, that, that's a, the online ch- a gut check challenge. And you will be the only German in there. Uh, and there were like 300 or something else guys and people can vote for you. And, and if you, if you win, you can have a chance to wrestle uh, for impact wrestling. And I was like, well, that's cool. But I have no clue if I ever made it, uh, make it or not. So um, I wasn't, wasn't, you know, um, thinking too much of it because there were like 300 other guys. And, and I was like, right. I, I don't know if my fan base is that big or not and everything. Um, but yeah, um, there was the, the voting going on. Um, I was winning the first voting, like the, 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 the first round brackets and everything. And then when there was a big voting where they actually got hacked and they had to restart the whole thing. And then they started it again and something else happened, 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 happened. And uh, we were waiting. And at the end, uh, yeah, I actually, I actually made it. And I, 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 you know, I was, I was overwhelmed. I didn't know what to, what to expect there because I was like, geez, I, you know, so many fans, uh, voted for you and uh, the hell I, I don't know where they've seen me and everything uh, so yeah uh, Impact called me up and, and said yeah we're going to have you on the uh, Impact shows in, in uh, England um, yeah and I was I was I was totally excited to go there and then uh, I saw El Snow again we we uh, actually met the first time in 2008, and since then he actually followed me and like gave me some advice and everything. So in 2014 at the show, we saw each other again, and uh, yeah, he he was our our agent as well, and he put me through the stuff. So I was I was uh, in the story with Nick Aldis and. Uh, it was like to take out Samoa Joe, but Samoa Joe took me out and he went on to, to wrestle uh, Nick Aldis. Um, then I did the uh, one night only pay-per-view where, where I teamed with uh, Samoa Joe against uh, Robbie E. and Christopher Daniels. Um, we won that match, so we went on into the, into the Battle Royal where you can win, like, I think, 100,000 pounds or something like that um and then i had a match which was uh aired in germany as well uh against christopher daniels and um i i don't i don't know if i if i ever thanked him that much because like or or if if he listens now i have to thank him uh very much for what he did because uh, the agent said that he actually just like um, controlled the whole match and like you know and I just like do something in it but then he like changed by himself and said he wants me to do 70% and he just does 30 um, because like he wanted me to shine in, in, in that particular moment because like I have the chance to to uh, uh, stand out and yeah I'm I'm grateful for what he did there because he he didn't have to do that and um, I felt really really honored by by you know standing in the ring with him and uh, yeah it, it really touched me because like um, he helped me to shine in a point where he, or in the position where he actually like, didn't have to do that. With him, he's one of the guys, you know, been all around the world, traveling forever, wrestling everywhere. 
since the nineties, you know, mid nineties, you know, he's been, he's been great as crap signed to WCW at one point, signed to WWF at one point ring of honor star. So what was it like, you know, working with him, wrestling him, being in the ring with him? Uh, it's amazing because I followed him since he like started and I saw him on, uh, like, television where you still had hair and stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, um, I, I was a big fan of him anyways. And uh, yeah, I mean, standing in the ring with him, it was an honor and he has been such a good help in that match. Like I said, he, he gave me 70% and just like took himself like 30 to make me shine. And, uh, yeah, um, it's an amazing uh, thing to do. Also, Samoa Joe, what was he like? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, they actually like asked me if, if it's okay for me to, to job to him. And I was like, it's my job. I mean, he he's the guy who he was going on to wrestle the champion. And I was like, yeah, no problem. That's, you know. I I have my time in the ring. It's it's I don't I don't care if I win or lose or, or if he beats me up. I mean, it's television time. It's it, it's time they uh, invest in me or they they invested time in me to to present me on the television to show me to uh, to show me to the audience. I mean, that's what you want. Television time is something uh, where you either like do something. And you, you, you stand out or you just like, you know, moan and you don't get any anymore. It's interesting. Not that long ago, WB released Joe from his contract. Yeah. He had been a, uh, I know he hurt his head and he was being an announcer for a while, but that's a shocking one. Cause to me, slam dunk, he could have been world champion. You know, you Absolutely. build the company around him. He's just one of those guys to me. Wow. He's such an easy no brainer, but sometimes I guess you swing and miss uh, up there with, with, as far as creative for him. Well, AEW and Impact Wrestling probably have an eye on him right now. So yep. let's see when he shows up. And New Japan, I can guarantee that. And New Japan, Japan, absolutely. Yep. Instant star, you know what I mean? Instant main eventer. So not many absolutely. of those guys floating around. Absolutely. When you went back to Impact again in 2017, you wrestled Josh Barnett, which was kind of interesting to see him yes. out there. Good match, good stuff, but it was just one of the things like, wow, Barnett's at Impact. Like, wow, and you're you're wrestling him. What was that experience like? Oh, that that was pretty cool. I mean, he almost kid moved the power bump though. <laughs> uh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no that, that was pretty cool. Like uh because like um, they asked me if, if, if I'm cool with, uh, with working him. And I was like, dude, that's Josh Barnett. Of course I'm, you know, you, why, why not? Uh, because like it's a pretty big deal. And, uh, I mean, the match wasn't that long because like they, they did build him up for, for Lashley at that time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a pretty big deal for me and to work with him. I mean, he was an easygoing guy. Except on the power bomb, <laughs> but um, I made it. I mean, <laughs> I was still alive. Who's like a connection of yours, or was an impact that you kept getting booked over there? Was it the was it the Al Snow connection, and he kept getting you booked? Yes, yes, um, that was the Al Snow connection because I worked for him as a trainer at the Al Snow Academy, Al Snow Wrestling Academy. He had oh, in yeah. England. Yes. So that that was pretty cool. So he took me over, and he uh, was like, Let, "Let's let's do something from here." And uh, I'm still in contact uh, with him. Actually, I plan on going to OVW, but then we have like COVID going on, and uh, yeah, we're, we're not allowed to to leave the country. So, damn. Let's see. Yeah. Because OVW, they're starting to make some more waves. I know they're being picked up by more and more television stations. So absolutely, maybe absolutely. getting popular again. OVW, absolutely. So, do they give you any idea when you're going to be allowed? Like when lockdown is going to end and you're going to be allowed to travel? I I'm not really sure. I mean, uh, if we're vaccinated, I I hope we are allowed to travel at some place again. I mean. 
Hopefully, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. So big star in the UK, big star in Germany. You wrestled Japan too, right? For uh, big yes. Japan. Big Japan. Yes. What was that whole experience like? And who's the one that gets you booked over there? Um, that was like a, a connection of WXW and Big Japan. And uh, we had Daisuke Sakimoto over. And he was pretty impressed with the stuff I did. So he talked to the promoter of uh, Big Japan. Um, and they did set up a deal where I went over the first time at 2011. Um, yes. And yeah, it was, it was my first time in Japan. And I mean, like to work in front of a crowd, like, like Japanese crowd is like, it was pretty hard because they, they don't really cheer or boo. They actually watch and, uh, respect what you do. So I was, I was kind of, um, irritated because like, they were like silent during the match and I was like have I done something wrong and they were like no 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 um, they respect everything you do in the in the ring so they 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 they, they watch like like with um um bated breath that's <laughs> it <laughs> that, thank you that's the word uh yes so um but at one point, I, I actually, like, got him because, like, like when I wrestled Daisuke Sakimoto, we, uh, we wrestled in Korokin Hall. We had the main event there. And then I was the bad guy. He was the good guy. And at, at one point, the, the fans started to, to switch that around. They started to cheer for me. And I was like, okay, we have, we have something on here. So... Uh, Daisuke and I, we just like like went strong style in there and like beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that, but yes, we we uh we get we gave everything we had, and uh, let's say we gave the fans the show that they deserve. You like that style, strong style? Prefer that? Uh, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, absolutely. Like uh, when when. Uh, when you step in the ring with, with a Japanese guy who, he, who can go that strong style or wants to go that strong style, I'm totally okay with that. Um, I mean, I wrestle like in a, in a tag match with Walter. We wrestled Go Shiyazaki and Kenta Kobashi in 2008. Wow. Yes. That was an amazing experience. And that was like one of the first times I... Uh, I got in touch with uh, with strong style wrestling as well, and uh, that was that was an experience because I I got the machine gun chops like eighty four of them. <laughs> yeah, not nothing you want to feel because like like uh, uh, Kenta went went on like like this and he he went slow and I was like oh he's done and he started like he, he was he was smirking and then. I thought like, oh no! And then he started again and again. I was like, eighty-four of them. <laughs> at, at, at one point, I couldn't feel my chest anymore. <laughs> wow! And what promotion was that for? Uh, WXW. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't realize yeah. that they brought those guys in. That is awesome. Yes, yes. Goshiyaki at that point, kind of a young up and comer. Now he's, you know, like the, the king of Noah over there. He's a, a absolutely. Yes. Kent Kobashi, arguably the greatest of all time, according to a lot of people. Legend. Legend pretty damn cool like when those guys could be you know them could be like a cody rosick said or brian danielson they bring these big names over and you're the guy that gets to wrestle them in the main event you're the guy that gets to compete against them that's pretty cool it's got to be a good feeling for you absolutely absolutely i i felt honored the whole time like every time they put me on with one of the guys who, who they brought in um because it showed that they trusted in in what i'm doing and uh yeah uh, it's something I'm 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 grateful for. Now, did you wrestle Michael Nakazawa in uh, Big Japan? Yes. He uh, obviously now he's in AEW. He's known as yes. Kenny Omega's friend, but it's funny. It's like I can't take him that seriously, but he's having like death matches and stuff over there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he's he's not really a joke. Well, maybe in the states he's like a jokey wrestler, but in Japan he was 
pretty serious. He's pretty serious, yes, yes. But it 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 just shows the variety what he, what what he can do. I mean, like being a like a deathmatch wrestler and then just be like the joke. I mean, something something like that shows like how good he actually is. With AEW and and all the stuff going on, have there ever been feelers? I know you can't get out; you're locked in. But has there ever been like feelers and stuff? Because they'll bring in a lot of talent you may not expect and they may not think of. But I feel like you might be up their alley. What are your thoughts on AEW? AEW is like amazing. I mean, I I totally like what they do. They take care of the characters and show more of the wrestling side. And uh, yeah, there have been talks. Um, and just let's see what's what's coming out there. Nice, good. Now, as we hit the wind down, head for. The- excuse me, towards the finish, just wanted to know, because so many guys come on, I'm always curious, like, what's their favorite match, things like that, but almost like, let's go to YouTube, and, you know, maybe afterwards the fans could do it, and you give them a bunch of matches that you think are your best, or maybe some best opponents, and they can go look in a, a YouTube and make a little search and check out Bad Bones and check out some matches, so what are some of your favorites that you would kind of recommend for them to go look up? Oh, the infamous rain match against Brian Cage. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was uh, uh, for the for the German promotion GWF, like German Wrestling Pro, uh, Federation. Um, we had a like it was an outdoor show, and uh, Brian and I come to the ring. We are in the ring, get announced, everything, and it starts to rain. So wow. we look, so we look at each other, and we're like, "Okay, what do we do? What what are gonna, what are we gonna do? Like just going." 50% and we're like, ah, let's just go all in. So like with all that rain going on, um, yeah, we just like, like, um, let's say we killed it. Absolutely. Because we, we didn't care that it was raining because like we wanted to, to, uh, give the fans their money worth. And that's absolutely one of my favorites. And it's on YouTube. It's bad bones versus Brian cage. You have to look it up because it's it's amazing. So I I um, totally uh, uh, respect everyone who went in the ring at WrestleMania Day One with the rain going on, yeah. like and uh, Lashley and and Drew being the first ones going in the ring and 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 perform with like rain, like everything being a bit slippy and everything. It takes a lot of balls to do that because like you can get like injured like pretty quick with that but yeah it it takes really balls to do that i'm just gonna say you don't even think about it like with the the rain like the guy could literally tear his acl boom just yes yes uh another one is like um it's uh you have to go over Google. It's Bad Bones versus uh, Cody Rhodes. You, you will find it there. Um, another one. Let me see. There are like, just put in Bad Bones versus, and you find like everything you want uh, on on YouTube. Did you wrestle yeah. Tracy Smothers? That was a name that kind of popped up. I was like, Tracy yes. Smothers. Holy yes. moly, that's awesome. Yes. He's, oh, oh damn, damn, yeah. Like he was touring with us at, at, in All Star Wrestling, <laughs> and um, in two thousand six, yes, uh, we were like touring together. And me being like, at, at that point, I was still shy and like learning, like shutting my mouth and everything. Uh, <laughs> he always wanted to, like me to talk, <laughs> and I was like, uh, and he was like, just shut up, just, and I was like. I, I, don't, I haven't said anything. Oh. And so, <laughs> so he, he tried to like, like you know, get me more comfortable with with all the guys. So he was he was so damn nice. And then at WXW we had a uh, a tag match where he was in um, in the team we were against. Yes, and it was such fun to be in the ring with him because he made us laugh the whole time. Um, yeah. He's truly missed. Uh, God bless his soul. Uh, 
Yeah, one one of the good ones. One of the good guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wanted to also mention Timothy Thatcher, who's making yes. big time waves in, in NXT yeah. right now here in the US. Yes. Oh, I'm <laughs> nice. Nice that you bring it up. Um the last time I talked to him, we talked about the story when we actually met the first time, and that was in All Star Wrestling as well, when he was over in England, and they didn't have a name for him. <laughs> so so he was just like Tim, and they were like, oh, we don't know, we don't know, we don't know. So they made something up. I think it was uh, uh, Frankie Sloan who said to him, uh, Frankie Sloan is, by the way, the, the, the gimmick cousin of Robert Brookside. Um, they made the name Septic Tim. So he was septic, announced as Septic Tim. Wow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Abso- absolutely horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but it, like, I don't know, it, it made us laugh the whole time about it. And seeing him, like how far he became and how, where he is now, because like he, in what he does, he is, he's doing the best. He's, he's the best, like in the ring, he's such an amazing grappler and one of the nicest dudes I have ever met. Now, as far as kind of you and your career, I always say it's like the DDP five years from now question because that's when I did an interview with him. He always wanted to like preface it. Where do you see yourself, you know, going? So I always said it's like the DDP question. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see bad bones in a few years from now? Um, hopefully, I go a more uh, a few more places, and uh, I mean, if there is an opportunity in any big promotion, I'm I'm. I'm willing to take it. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I, I wouldn't do this or I wouldn't do that. Whatever comes, comes. Um, with a pandemic going on, I had a lot of time to think about it. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would love to, to be like to show up at AEW or uh, at NXT UK or NXT or, or Impact Wrestling again. Uh, just let's see what the, what the future brings. I mean, um, if 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 it, if if it's for me, you you know, I would I would start as soon as possible wherever they want me, and if they don't want me, I mean, I uh, I'm happy with with how I how far I came now, or like the the time I have been in the ring. I appreciate every help I had so far, and appreciate every support the fans gave me. Uh, because without them, I wouldn't be here as well. And um, yeah, it's 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 something like wrestling will always be my first love. And for like, I wanna wanna have like wrestling in my life the whole time. So even if if I don't step in the ring anymore, I would like to help um, uh, new guys like to to uh, step foot in the in the business. To get like, you know, seen, um, yeah. Maybe be a trainer with Al Snow. Who knows? Maybe again. We'll see. <laughs> again, I mean, I mean, th- that's that's total fun because like you can help people to to live their dream, and if I can see it through uh, through their eyes, it's the same like if I would see it to my eyes. Gotcha. Now, as far as where everybody can find Bad Bones, give us all the social media and all the plugs. Um, it's at Lost Underline Rebel Underline BB for Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, and then Facebook, you just like put in John Klinger. Uh, I don't, I don't use Facebook that much, but it's like you know, you, you have to have it though. Um, I have merchandise going on as well. Uh, it's www.sl is it dash the minus is it dash yes yep yeah sl-wrestling.de slash bat dash bones and you can find like every merchandise i have on there nice nice great stuff mr klinger aka bad bones great having you great talking to you all the way from germany uh, I have one one last thing to say though. Yes, for yes. Ev- for everyone out there 
whoever listens right now, winners never quit and quitters never win. That's the only way to go. Well said. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Bob uh, Bones. I love that. Nice. Thank way you for to, having Way me. to end it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two-man power trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash TMPT Empire to become a patron and also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two-man power trip where the power lies brother.